Don't let a DUI charge ruin your life. Get a professional and confidential evaluation from our experienced team at True Heights Treatment. Our evaluations are accepted by the majority of courts in the state of Illinois and provide a comprehensive assessment of your substance use patterns and potential treatment needs. Get the help you need today and start your path to a brighter future. Contact us now to schedule your evaluation at 708-248-7039 or at thtdui.com. The George Brassy Podcast is made possible with funding provided from Brassy Global Strategies, LLC, a leading political consulting, public policy, government affairs, and research firm. Are you interested in running for elected office? Need advice? Call or email George, 708-769-5015. Brassy Global Strategies 1 at gmail.com. Hey everyone, it is George. I am so glad to welcome Reese Xavier, CEO of HT23 Growers, Illinois' premier craft cannabis company. Reese, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Reese, can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are and how that led to founding this company? Sure. Uh, my name is Reese Xavier. I am, who am I? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I spent 25 years in corporate America and um, has always been interested in making a difference in communities that could use um, an economic, um, I call it an economic boom. Um, and, and when I started noticing cannabis making an impact nationally, uh, I, it didn't, I was always under the impression that cannabis would become recreational here in Illinois. So probably right around 2015, 2016, I started uh, looking into the cannabis business and started a company um, with the confidence that if I, you know, put the work in and, and did my due diligence, that we would in fact uh, receive a license. And uh, so I put all my energy in since for years before we applied. And, and when we applied, we were fortunate enough to uh, earn earn a license. And and you on your website, you talk about changing the perception of cannabis. Can you sure. speak a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So for for decades, cannabis has been demonized. Um, and, you know, it, it, from the U.S. perspective, right? Like we, the policies don't even allow the government, U.S. government to um, do conduct research on cannabis. So you have this decades of demonization. Meanwhile, uh, no problem with alcohol. Meanwhile, no pro problem with, um, opioids, uh, no problem with a lot of these addictive agents. Uh, and there is no evidence to date that, um, there's any overdose that has been caused by cannabis or any form of addiction. Um, uh, so, you know, now that cannabis is legal in Illinois, it's still illegal federally. Uh, there are some thoughts about how to decriminalize it, et cetera. But uh, as of the as of this moment, it's still a federal offense. And a big part of that is changing perceptions and thoughts about the plant itself. And and uh, I think we're, you know, companies like myself and in states where cannabis is legal, I think it's we have an obligation to 
um, inform the public of the benefits and, and try to fight some of the demonization that's been going on over the decades. Reese, do you think the war on drugs has uh, been a failure for America? Absolutely. Uh, without okay. a question. I think, um, you know, and, and I hate to get into a, a lot of the politics behind it, but I, I do know there were efforts um, to, to focus this war on drug on a certain population within America. And, and it, is, it, has, it has been effective, uh, but in terms of uh, the, the intended outcomes, uh, it has not been. And it has done nothing but cause pain in many communities. Mm-hmm. And part of your, your uh, firm's vision as an African-American-owned business is to change that. So can you talk a little bit about some of the principles behind your business? Sure. You know, so when we first started, when I first started this this company, I actually look at it as a community revitalization company, um, leveraging cannabis as the tool to enable that revitalization. So, you know, I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago in the Roseland area, and um, I've been blessed in my life. I've had the opportunity to to travel outside of the state, outside of the country in, in many places um, that many only dream to travel across the world. Uh, and, and because of some of the things I've seen, I've always thought back, why can't we have certain economic opportunities in the community that I grew up in? It's, it, it, it certainly could use a lot of help. And, uh, I, I'd had this conversation with my wife often. And what she'd say is, um, many communities like Roseland, um, lack, uh, disposable income and and it's that disposable income that supports you know businesses local businesses and I always thought well if I could start a business if I can have some opportunity some tool that will enable communities like the communities I, I grew up in to have this economic um, uh, boom and have this disposable income perhaps that could be the catalyst to building um, an economic infrastructure in these communities that that's sustainable by the residents of the communities. In addition to that, attract outside dollars to the community. And that's what that has always been the, the key um, goal uh, uh, when I started this business. So, you know, it's founded on that principle of community re, um, uh, um, development. It started with the principles of security, making sure you ha- have a high quality product and service and and um and customer service reese somehow you decided to choose chicago heights as the the future home of your business and a lot of people listening to this are familiar with the ace on jor road can you talk a little bit about what caught your eye about that building and why you wanted to put your business in that in that facility well i'll be honest it, it wasn't i think i was more attracted to Chicago Heights as a community versus that particular building. Um, I think when taking a look at the properties that were available um, um, that would fit the requirements of our business, I think that properties fit well. Currently, we have the ability to grow up to 5,000 square feet of canopy. um, And we're working through legislation right now to get that expanded up to 14,000 square feet. So if you have 14,000 square feet to grow, uh, it also sustains a kitchen, 
um, extraction lab. And I, I was under the impression that we needed an ample space so we can grow into it. And, and that space over on Joe or road um, kind of fit the bill. Reese, can you speak a little bit more about what it is you saw in Chicago Heights? Sure. What, what I saw in Chicago Heights? Yeah, that, that made you attracted to the, the community. Yeah. So in, in full transparency, I really wanted to be uh, I was looking for a community that um, resembled in many ways, not 100 percent, but in many ways, the community that I grew up in. I grew up on the south side of Chicago. Um, I initially looked to get there, but the, the politics of Chicago made it a little bit more challenging considering the time constraints that we were under. So I was looking for a, a diverse community, a community that I, I was under the impression that could benefit from the um, the jobs. And it, it's not just jobs, it's, it's uh, living wage jobs. I was looking for a community that, that could use um, additional entrepreneurship and, and stand up businesses in the area. And I was looking at the the um, the diversity within within Chicago Heights. I was looking at the median income in Chicago Heights, and I was looking like, where is there a city uh, or or municipality that would resemble the South Side of Chicago and could you really benefit from that economic uh, um, benefit that the that the license provided? And Chicago Heights was one of one on my short list. Reese, can you talk a little bit about some of the trials and tribulations you've had to go through to kind of get the business off the ground? <laughs> uh, sure. I think that the number one, I would say there's probably two challenges, but the, the primary challenge, I would say, is financing. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I started going down this path about back in 2015. And all the way up until the moment I received the license, we received the license in, in 21. And... Uh, but between 2015 and 21, all the talk was, hey, listen, if you win the license, don't worry about the money. The money will come to you. The, the, the goal is to win the license. And you hear it so much, you start to believe it. Well, uh, what I quickly realized after we re received the license is that, that wasn't 100% accurate. Now, the money could come, um, but there's a cost to that. Um, there's a cost of giving up so much equity in your company that you no longer own it. And if you no longer own the company, that means you no longer own the vision. And I, you know, I, I do believe that um, myself and my team and my family will do well. Uh, but my primary goal is if I, if the community, our partner community doesn't benefit, then I have to, that's my why. My why is, how do I make a difference in communities that resemble the community that I grew up? That's my why. My why isn't about how do I, I make myself rich. Uh, and and when, once I, if you lose sight of that why, I think business then become a lot more challenging. So um, so, so when I heard, heard all the stuff about the, the, the money that can come in, but then I understood, quickly realized at what cost, that didn't fit well with me. So I would say that's probably the biggest challenge is the financing. Um, and, and I would say the other challenges is it's still, you know, I often tell folks that it seems like we're in the cannabis business, but really we're in the compliance business. And you have to operate at a, at a certain level of compliance um, or you lose the license. So I wouldn't say that's a problem, but making sure 
you cross your T's and dot your I's and do all the things that's necessary so you remain in compliant with the state of Illinois, um, that also, you know, costs a little bit more, which is fine, which is fine. Um, but that, you know, compounds the challenges. Reese, can you talk a little bit about the investment opportunity with HT23 growers? Sure, absolutely. So one of the things that we're doing, uh, when I talk to potential investors, there's a couple of things that they look at. One of the and, and and but what they want in exchange oftentimes is predatory in terms of interest rates or equity positions that they require. And they often uh, many times they won't even have a conversation with you unless you have some form of cash flow. So because we're pre-operational, cash flow's gone. So what we've decided to do is uh, reach out to our family and friends through a crowdfunding campaign. And and what we've offered, what we're offering through the crowdfunding campaign is um, uh, interest rates of 13% interest compounded biannually. And uh, with a minimum investment of $250, a maximum investment of $5,000. And and the maximum is dictated by the state. Uh, we've leveraged in third party uh, crowdfunding um, uh, platform to manage manage those funds. We don't recognize one dollar of that. So our goal is five hundred a half million dollars through the crowdfunding campaign. We don't recognize one dollar until we meet a minimum of two hundred and fifty dollars through the campaign. That's when the campaign is considered successful. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, so, so that's that's the tool that we're leveraging. Now we're also offering some pretty cool incentives. I think. Uh, for those who who want to invest in the company, uh, these incentives include um, naming one of the grow rooms. Currently, there's only nine grow rooms in the facility. Uh, so name having a name, uh, your name or uh, organization or charity that you want to be represented through that room um, is at a 5,000 minimum or maximum um, investment. Uh, we have other cool incentives like having a wall of fame that'll be on the outside of the facility that highlights all the, the donors and the investors who help make this vision come true. Um, we have other cool incentives like naming a strain after yourself or, or, or someone when we put these strains in the store, it'll be for consistency sake, it'll be a strain called the donor strain. And then every, every month or, um, some, we haven't quite figured out the frequency, uh, it will uh, highlight the, the name or charity or or, or name that a, um, uh, an investor wants to use to that. And it's just a, an opportunity to have some publicity um, as we you know sell our products throughout Illinois. Reese, uh, you've certainly gotten some publicity. You've been in the Tribune. WBZ's done a story on you. Uh, it's created some questions about, about you and, and the business and the community. Can you just share with them? What is it that Reese is trying to do? Yeah. So one of the things that I'm, well, what I'm primarily trying to do by starting this business and operationalize the business is bring living wage jobs um, to the city. Mm -hmm. I, I spent 25 years of my career in learning and development, corporate learning and development. I've worked with companies like Kraft Foods and Underwriters Laboratories um, uh, and the likes. And it has always been my job to learn someone else's job so I can competently and confidently teach others. So oftentimes I, I, I'm rarely the subject matter expert or was rarely the subject matter expert for whatever it is I was training the staff, whether it was sales or operations or marketing or customer service, you name it, 
or leadership development. I was never the expert. I would work with the subject matter experts, pick their brain, ask those probing questions, get enough information where I then became competent enough to teach others. So because of that, I've always believed that you don't necessarily have to have a master's degree to excel at a certain job or role. You don't necessarily have to have higher education um, per se to start and be successful, start your own business and be successful at it. I think all of those skills can be taught. They can be trained given, um, you know, you have the inclination and the desire to do it and you have a skilled person who's willing to work with you to get it done. So, you know, what, what I wanted to do was start a business Bring in folks, everyone who, who has, you know, the inclination to, to, to do something different and make a change in their lives and to make a change for their family. And if there's an opportunity, give them that opportunity and then grow organically throughout the organization. Now, often I tell folks, uh, <laughs> I'm probably not going to um, give up the position of CEO anytime soon, God willing. Uh, but at some point, folks within the organization will reach a ceiling. And when that happens, I want to be able to offer um, entrepreneurial opportunities for them. And again, what one of the misconceptions I, I hope folks understand is because we're a cannabis company, we still need jobs and services that any other business require. We need HR, we need attorneys, we need um, security, we need accountants, we need financial experts, uh, we need maintenance. Like, there's a, a number of jobs that we have available that's not necessarily plant touching and they're transferable. So, you know, as with most jobs, you become skillful at something and then you apply for a different job in a different industry. But that skill transfer, those are the same opportunities that we're offering um, through our company here in, in Chicago Heights. Reese Xavier, the last question I was asked my guests are what are two books that you would recommend to the audience that have been important to you as a person and why? So there's there's two books. I'll, I'll start with the, the older book and then I'll talk about the new one. The, the first book um, that I recommend, it's called The Five Levels of Leadership uh, by Dr. John C. Maxwell. Um, and the gist of this book is basically it gives it gives you these these tools and tips on how to become a leader and how to you know motivate and operate a team in an, in an efficient way where you actually get things done and accomplished, and then how to promote and grow leaders uh, within your organization. Um, very important to me. Uh, and I would say the second book is called The Obstacle is the Way uh, by Ryan Holiday. Uh, and, and this book, it just, it resonates with me right now. And, and the gist of it is oftentimes we incur uh, obstacles along our path. And it's easy to try to avoid them or not to tackle those obstacles. And this book is really kind of asking you to take a look, different look. And perhaps that obstacle um, has an advantage to you to, to help you think differently, to help you, you know, analyze challenges differently and how to lead through those challenges. And if you're able to overcome those obstacles, it puts you on the path to achieve greater things in life. Um, excellent book. I highly recommend it. Reese Xavier, if people are interested in the firm or, or getting in contact with you guys, how would they do it? Uh, best way is you can contact us through our, our website at www.h as in Harry, T as in Tom, the number 
growers.com. So that's ht23growers.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all, all those things. But you can certainly contact us through uh, the website. Um, and, and we have links there. You can shoot an email. I usually get access to them or they're forwarded to me. And, and if anyone has any questions or comments, I'm happy to talk about anything that we're doing here. Reese Xavier, thank you so much for choosing the fifth ward for uh, your business. And thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, Bronson, thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. I'm looking forward to doing some great things uh, in, in, in the ward. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Help George stay on the Chicago Heights City Council. Go and donate today at tinyurl.com slash aldermangeorge2023. Begin to transform your life and work towards inner peace with expert psychotherapy. At True Heights Treatment, our experienced therapists provide personalized, compassionate care to help you overcome life's challenges and reach your goals. Whether you're struggling with depression, anxiety, relationship issues, or other mental health concerns, our team is here to support you. With a warm and welcoming in-person and virtual office atmosphere and a commitment to person-centered and evidence-based treatments, we are dedicated to helping you address your life's challenges. Contact us now to schedule your first session at 708-248-7039 or online at trueheightstx.com. Book your appointment today and start your journey towards a happier, healthier life. Need more George? Like his pages on Facebook. Friends of George Brassy PAC, Fifth Ward Business Alliance, Chicago Heights Bicycle and Pedestrian Resource Center, and the George Brassy Podcast. Thank you.